enter the world of Mind Your Own Marketing Business, explore a variety of trends in the creative landscape, getting insider knowledge from the industry's best, George is proud to present Mind Your Own Marketing Business with host Joe Barsness. Thanks for joining us on the Mind Your Own Marketing Business podcast. I'm Joe Barsness from web and mobile development team Fjorge, and today on our show, we'll be talking with Sarah Days from Acceleration Partners. Welcome to the show, Sarah. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Glad you're doing this with me. As as always, uh, my first question is, tell me a little bit about your company and how you got to be where you are in your organization and, and maybe any past experiences you've had. Sure. So Acceleration Partners is the largest affiliate or partner marketing agency in the world. So we run affiliate partner marketing programs for leading global brands. And we have teams in the Americas, in EMEA based out of London, in Singapore, and in Sydney. And essentially, we represent brands uh, with their publishers and kind of navigate and optimize their affiliate programs for them. And my role at the company is chief client officer. So I am responsible for the satisfaction and growth of our clients and happiness of our team and making sure we've got all the right tools in place to continue to grow those partner marketing programs for our clients. Um, And I actually found my way to Acceleration Partners about 10 years ago, way before we were global. Uh, There were three people at the time, a really small boutique agency. And I was actually coming out of a career in fashion and had my own e-commerce business prior to this. So I actually have been in the world of e-commerce and digital marketing since 2004 when it was really in its infancy. And uh, when I decided to move into something different, I found my way to AP and I've uh, sort of been enjoying that ride ever since. Awesome. Well, that's a really good background of how you've gotten to where you are, what your organization does, and then the intense growth that you've experienced in that in that time frame. So. I'm going to start off with like to get the lay of the land because I'm curious about acceleration partners and what you do. As you know, this show, we talk with a lot of agency leaders, but a lot of them are focused on brand and naming and um, design or performance digital marketing. And as we talked about affiliate marketing, um, I understood that there, you know, I'm familiar with a couple pieces of affiliate marketing, but I want to hear from you what affiliate marketing means to you and your organization, and then maybe share some examples of the things that we don't think about that are uh, affiliate marketing. Yeah, absolutely. And affiliate marketing is in a lot of places that many people don't necessarily realize. So I think at the at the core and at its most simple, basically affiliate marketing is a relationship between a brand and another party. We often call them publishers, but it doesn't mean it's a publisher in a traditional way, but is a a relationship between a brand and another party that is monetized on a performance basis. So whether that means that you as a brand are paying your partner 2% of any sales that they help to drive for you, or maybe you're paying them $10 for a lead or some other action in your funnel, but the, the root of it and the most important piece is that it is monetized via performance and it's a very transparent process where both sides are always looking at the same data. It's very iterative and very relationship-based. 
And then in terms of examples, so there's a lot of different types of affiliates and, you know, people may think of, okay, I have a blog and I've got a text link, you know, where I've written about a pair of sneakers and I have a link out to Amazon or to Adidas to go buy the sneakers. So yes, that is one type of an affiliate link where if your reader clicks on that link, goes to Adidas, buys the sneakers, you have an arrangement with Adidas where you get say 4% of revenue, that revenue comes back to you. So that's one um, type of affiliate. And really also a lot of much larger media publishers have started to move into using affiliate where they used to use more display, more mass media buying. Um, so for example, BuzzFeed, or you might see CNN underscored, uh, a lot of large publishers at this point are running a lot of traffic through affiliate. But then it's not just that. So it's also uh, loyalty sites. So for example, a lot of people will shop and the first thing they do is they go check on Rakuten, which used to be called Ebates to see if they have a special deal or if they're offering cash back. You might even have a, a extension in your browser so that anytime you you know go to a site, it might pop up and say, hey, you can get 2% cash back through Rakuten. That's also affiliate marketing. Or last example is uh, that everyone is familiar with is when you see a coupon code box at checkout and you go and say, oh, maybe I can find myself a coupon. And you go and search and you find a coupon. A lot of the coupon sites like a Retail Me Not, those are some of the, the real legacy affiliates that, that were the beginning of the space. And since it has really expanded to, again, in, include almost any type of a partnership, uh, even things that maybe used to run under BD or PR teams are now starting to run through affiliate. It's so attractive for brands because you do pay on that performance basis. So those, those coupon sites, do they actually have maybe even have their own unique coupon that they're in cahoots with the 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 retailer to then get specific credit if people use that coupon code? Yes, absolutely. And like that's an interesting of how you, you want to be strategic with your affiliates because there's no real value to a brand if it's just someone Googling for that coupon when they were already going to hit submit. But if you provide that unique coupon code, for example, to one of those sites, maybe they push it out to their user base through email or through social media or all these other ways to, to ultimately drive traffic to your site. So yes, those are relationships. One of the things that I wanted to ask you about is I thought about like what other things could be affiliate marketing and you tell me if it is or isn't, but um, influencer marketing on like on social media, is that affiliate? Would you consider that? It's an interesting question. And these are two uh, you know, concentric circles, I would say, with affiliate marketing and, and influencer marketing that five years ago, the circles were sort of just touching. <laughs> and now they are crossing over much, much more. And I think even in the last three to six months, we are seeing a lot more of that as brands are... If you think about influencer three or four years ago, a lot of influencers were just getting huge flat fees to post on behalf of brands. And that was interesting. It was new. It was exciting. And brands were paying that. We're seeing brands much, much more kind of demanding performance. And so it's making it much more attractive for both sides to move an influencer relationship into the affiliate channel. Got it. Cool. Yeah. I guess just thought of that and thought it would be interesting to know, get your take on it. So in this world of affiliate marketing, what are things that you as acceleration partners are able to help both sides figure out. I'm assuming that there's, you know, what's the true value of you helping define a plan and what do brands that are getting into this need to think about? Mm -hmm. So I think 
One layer of value that we bring as an agency that, you know, for example, an in-house team wouldn't bring. Um, so I think there's actually two things. And one is that affiliate as a channel is interesting because there's so many layers. So there's a heavy compliance and operational layer that is required to, to be an affiliate. Uh, and then all the way up to kind of really strategic partner uh, conversations, getting very strategic about things like attribution logic within the affiliate channel, things like, you know, how do you figure out what what should your commissioning strategy be with that coupon site to make sure they're actually driving incremental business to you? And what what does incremental mean to your brand through the affiliate channel? So I think because there are so many layers, there's there's two things that an agency really brings. One, it's frankly, just the manpower and the right people to be doing all those different activities. It's usually not one person who is best at all of those things. Um, but then also just sort of the the centralized institutional knowledge. When we do this for 120 plus brands, we know a lot about what are all the different level levers that you can pull. What are the creative ways to work with these publishers that might not actually come up in that first call, but we know are sort of under the surface to optimize a, a relationship. Got it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure been there, done that. Think of the creative solutions, all the things that doing this over and over have learned is some of the benefit in not just, you know, me reaching out to an athlete to sell a sneaker um, and in and, and doing that. There's more strategic ways and, and maybe it's even tracking to make sure that both sides get a fair value out of the out of the deal. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think the other big thing is just there's so many publishers out there. And so really understanding, you know, we have a really robust CRM with a ton of information, again, across all those programs about publishers. So it makes it really easy for us to say, okay, we understand who is the brand's target. We understand what are their you know CPA ranges that they're able to pay based on all the things we know about the brand. How can we match that up against our CRM and pretty quickly reach out to a large group of publishers that are the right fit for the brand? Yeah. Okay. So let me give you an example in that world because I'm thinking about taking my uh, COVID spring break trip and I'm looking at RVs for rent versus flying. Um, and I realize there's just a ton of like RV sites out there. So my guess is that if I was Winnebago and I called Acceleration Partners and said, hey, I want to do an affiliate program. I want to get some you know, RV sales companies to whatever it is that you're saying that you might have some information on what one of these thousand sites could bring us the best deal. Is that kind of what you're getting at here? Yeah. And, and really bring you that right audience, right? So like in yeah. that Example, okay. We might go and say, oh, well, you know, we used to work with Airbnb when they had a really robust affiliate program. I bet you that actually they might be targeting some of the same end users who you're looking for. Let's look at, but they're not competitive with you. Let's look at what they did and look at some of those publisher opportunities. Um, or, you know, how, how can we think creatively about travel publishers who maybe used to be working with airlines and now all of a sudden they're not getting as much play there. So we can grab some of their, um, their coverage and they would be a good partner for you. Got it. Which um, brings me to a question that I'm excited to hear your answer to, if you can think of something, but what's a really cool, like either like something that was like super successful in affiliate marketing or super cool that we would never think of or, or that I wouldn't think of or wouldn't notice until I saw it. Do you have any examples of 
something that you're like, oh, this is the story I always like to share? Yeah, it's a good question. I think one of the most interesting things that we have done uh, is we were working. So, and this was actually, I think, a very early example of the affiliate channel being leveraged in a new way for a brand, which is with Shutterfly. So, Shutterfly, you know, they have little storefronts that you can build out if you are a photographer or if you have a wedding venue, anything where you might want to build out a quote unquote storefront on the Shutterfly site um, and then send your customers there to, you know, if I'm a photographer, of course I'm, you know, taking hundreds of pictures at a wedding and I want a really easy way for my clients to be able to download those pictures, print them out, do all of that en masse. And, and these days, that's what a customer wants to do versus the old days when the photographer would just print everything out. Uh, so we worked with Shutterfly to get this really robust, you know, thousands of photographers program up and running where we were going out and saying to all these photographers, hey, you should be a Shutterfly affiliate. That way you can simplify your business so that you don't have to do all the printing. You don't have to find how all of your clients can do it. Just set up this storefront on Shutterfly and you'll be an affiliate of theirs and you'll automatically get that rev share coming back from them when your clients actually purchase the photos. So it was a, it was a really cool example of just a, a win all around that it made their lives so much easier as a photographer to not have to worry about that stuff. And obviously it was really beneficial for, for Shutterfly as a brand. And I think that story is also an example of in, it, part of the beauty of the affiliate channel is that it makes it really easy to go one to many and to take a lot of little relationships. So again, if I'm, if I'm Shutterfly business development team, spending time, you know, finding Joe's photography shop on the corner and, you know, signing a contract, setting up billing, doing all of that in order to become a partner. It frankly probably doesn't make sense for, for a business development team to do something like that. But affiliate, because it's all tracked through a network and it's very easy to go one to many, it really makes sense for, for those kinds of activities. Yeah. I mean, they might even call it affiliate program or whatever, but us as consumers who made a Shutterfly album of their wedding on their own because their photographer recommended it's it's brilliant, right? It's and you're right, it can't go after those individual photographers from a business development standpoint. It's gotta be influential and in a win-win for everybody. Exactly. So, cool. Um is there any are you doing any with B2B? It's interesting. So yes, we are doing some now and we have been for a few years. We're really, that is the one segment, or I shouldn't say the one, one of the segments of the market that we are really seeing kind of blowing up right now. And so without going into uh, the whole history of affiliate technology, I think the important piece of the story for B2B is that the technology of affiliate has really um, changed. There are more offerings on the market to kind of plug in all of your affiliate partners and the platform to run your program on. And uh, the, some of the newer technologies over the last five years or so have really made it a lot easier to create programs that are not just a revenue share, but as I was sort of mentioning earlier, where you can pay on different actions in the funnel, different lead types, et cetera. And as you can imagine for B2B uh, brands, 
that can be really, really valuable because it is not always just a straight rev share that makes the most sense for them to pay on. And so I think when those technologies got going, it really started to open up the market for B2B to come into the affiliate channel. And we are really, and especially also with all the different types of businesses, you think of, you know, we work with Square or Squarespace. There's a lot of um, B2B companies now that are really you know, going after very small businesses or even sole proprietorships. And so this channel just makes a lot of sense in those cases. And we're seeing a lot of growth there right now. Got it. Do you, um, does your team ever work with, uh, so you work with a lot of big brands. Do you also work with other teams or agencies that aren't as experienced in the affiliate market and need that specialty in delivering to one of their campaigns or an idea that they come up with? Yes, we, we absolutely do. I think one thing we find in a lot of cases, there are a lot of agencies out there that do literally almost every digital channel except for affiliate. And I, I think because of some of what I spoke to before, just around the specialized nature of the channel and the value of like that CRM, for example, um, it just, it, it takes a lot to do this really effectively. And so there are a lot of agencies that, you know, they'll do paid social, paid search, Amazon, SEO, everything but affiliate. And they know that they can't do affiliate as well. And so they'll bring us in or we'll partner together on behalf of a client. Cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I just think of that because, um, as you know, we we do dev a lot of times for agencies and we get a lot of the same answers. Like we do everything except for yeah. web development or app development or whatever it might be. And and filling those gaps for those groups, but also being able to work directly with clients is, uh, it's a different skill set, but uh, it's something that can be valuable to both sides to kind of round out a complete organized campaign or initiative for a brand. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely. And I think the nature of this channel really lends itself well to that, which is frankly why we decided very strategically a few years ago that all we wanted to do was affiliate. We actually used to have other um, practice areas and we decided, you know, to be really good at affiliate and the world needs someone who's really good at affiliate. We just want to double down there. And so we are hyper-focused there. And then again, we see a lot of agencies that are really focused everywhere else and partner on affiliate. Got it. No, that's awesome. Um, definitely a, a strategy at, at play there. And then also you get to be the best in the world at something and that's, mm-hmm adds a ton of value and it, it's fun to be really good and really unique. Um, so I, I think we have a lot in common there. Uh, let's say I'm a, a brand and I'm starting to look outside the tra- traditional pieces and starting to think, Oh man, this affiliate thing. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to a podcast and I'm kind of thinking, Hey, this could be something I want to do. What are the things that you would tell somebody on a first call with your organization about, I don't know if you want to give an example of something that could that could come up or like what do they need to be thinking about in order to to be prepared to take on a an affiliate campaign. Yeah. So, I think it's there's a few things for sure. And and one is affiliate is not a channel that I would recommend that you, you know, start with on on day 1 or or even, you know, month six, uh, usually for most businesses, affiliate really works most effectively once you have really defined your brand. And also, you know, typically the, the more brand presence that you have, the more effective the affiliate channel will be. Uh, one thing that you, you want to do in affiliate is you want to make sure that what you are going to your publisher partners with 
you're really solid on. So when you're still in like a startup stage and, and maybe, you know, switching, moving around strategically, trying to kind of find exactly what your your lane is and your your niche is going to be, I wouldn't advise getting into affiliate at that point. You're you're really trying to build long-term relationships with your publisher partners. And if one thing can frustrate a publisher, it's when the the brand is, you know, it's a moving target, what they're trying to do for a brand. So I think that's the first thing is to really understand and make sure you're really clear on who you are as a brand and what you want out of the channel before you get started. Because you don't, it's not like paid search or paid social where if something's not working, you can just hit the brakes and then you can just restart it when you're ready. Like you are building long-term relationships with these partners and just like any relationship in life, you, you know, you don't want to have a lot of stops and starts and huge pivots uh, as part of that. Or if you have too many of those, it'll start to get frustrating. Um, so I think that's one thing. And then I think the other important thing is understanding what you want the channel to do for you. The, the affiliate channel can really feed all different parts of the purchase funnel, everything from very top of funnel awareness, you know, in talking about the the blog, writing about your product, and that might be the first touch someone has with your brand, the whole way to that example where you're at checkout or you're thinking about checkout and maybe you're going to go search for a coupon code to just very, very bottom of funnel close, close the deal. And brands are typically willing to pay different prices for those two different things because it has different value to them. So I think really understanding what you want from the channel. So for example, we have some clients that come to us and they say, I want affiliate to, I want content partnerships. That's all that I want. And I don't want to do any coupon. I don't want to do any loyalty. I don't need the bottom of funnel stuff. I've got other mechanisms for bottom of funnel. I want top of funnel. I want content. And that strategy has very different implications for what we would, you know, we, we tend to, we typically model out what we think programs can look like over a 12 month period. And if you came to me and said, I want to do only content, what I'm going to model out will look very different than if you came and said, I really want bottom of funnel closing the deal. If you tell me bottom of funnel, we can imagine it's going to be high revenue, but it's going to be, you know, a lower ROAS and it's going to be faster versus if it's content, it takes longer because it is, you know, relationships and strategy, but, but it's probably going to be higher. You know, it's going to be higher in your funnel. It's going to do more for your brand awareness. So I think understanding what you want from the channel will make sure that you can have the right expectation coming in and that you actually get out of it what you want. Uh, and if, if you don't have that clear from the beginning, that's where I end up seeing brands getting frustrated with their affiliate program because it doesn't feel aligned with what they, they're looking for. Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool for what somebody should be thinking about, how they can create some action, what they should expect. Um, that's all great advice. But unfortunately, Sarah, that's all the time we have today uh, for you on Mind Your Own Marketing Business. Thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. This was fun. All right, everybody. You can find Sarah at accelerationpartners.com. And her email is sarah at accelerationpartners.com. And thank you to our listeners for joining us. You can download episodes of our program by going to fjordsdigital.com slash mindyourownmarketingbusiness or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio.